When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday edition of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. Joined, as always, by Mr. Keith Niebuhr. Keith, how about you today, big dog? I'm good, man. I'm sorry. I had to, I had to go some... Uh, do some errands this morning, so I'm in my car. But Jeff, that's a great segue to our advertiser. I'm in the car, a Ford Bronco 2022. So let's go to our advertiser. Well, you know what? I, and I thought about this the other day. Yeah, we don't advertise people we don't truly believe in, right? I mean, oh we yeah, don't, no right? doubt. No we, doubt. We, we use their these products, and Sir Keith is certainly using his product from Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton Auto, and Lagrange, Georgia, folks. If you're looking for a car. New or used, Caleb is the man to call. Auburn fan uh, supports us. We appreciate him. Give Caleb a call, 334-531-0996. Keith, he's still got a couple of two four-door Broncos in stock, black one and that cactus gray you like so much. He's also yeah. got a brand-new all-electric Ford Lightning F-150 in stock. Ooh. Give him a call. Those things are rare. He's also got new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Honda. Fantastic used car lot. All those used cars pass a multi-point inspection before they even think about selling them. And they also back those used cars with free three-month, 3,000-mile warranty. All the new cars come with a free lifetime powertrain warranty, unlimited time, unlimited miles. If you don't need a car, you know somebody who does send them to Caleb and he'll send you 300 bucks. Caleb Schofield, Mike Patton, Auto in LaGrange, Georgia, 334-531-0996. Keith, we've we've been um we've been talking about this 2024 class, getting it, getting the momentum started for this 2024 yeah. class, and understandably so. But you know, I was looking back at the 23 2023 class, and I've really want us to go back. We talked about it, and let's give her overall grace. I mean, there's guys on here that yeah. I've forgotten about. Yeah. Um Looking at the 2023 class, Auburn's still 21 high school, junior college recruits, 12 transfers, a group that's considered uh, considered the number 17 class in the country, according to the on three consensus. Keith, the only thing I don't like a top 20 class, no doubt about it, but yeah. eighth in the eighth in the SEC. Well, yeah, you know, I guess the thing would say you'd say, OK, it was great that they did such great work to finish this class off. And they did a lot of big flips and we'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, and we've talked about them extensively before, but it still shows how much work, yeah. how much work they have to be done. Sorry. Somebody literally just about hit me here. <laughs> how Get much out of the left they, lane, man. Yeah. I'm not driving. I'm parked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it shows how much work is still to be done. And they know that Hugh Freeze has talked a lot in the last few weeks about playing catch up, uh, you know, how much, how far behind Auburn was, how depleted the roster was. So mm. on the one hand, it's great. Uh, look, a lot of great work done. On the other hand, hey, there, th- this is still just step one, right? This is step one. A year from now, it should look better, the overall picture. In two years, if things go as planned, should be more on plane with your arch rivals, you know, getting closer. 
Yeah, uh, you know, considering the situation he walked into and what the uh, options were for him to finish out that 2023 class, fantastic, yeah. unbelievable job of getting these yeah. guys in the transfer no portal, flipping some high school kids, uh, adding some JUCO guys. Uh, fantastic job by Hugh Freeze. Keith, let's let, let's break it down by position, man. Let's start right. on the defense, let's man. Let's start on the defense. Defensive, I, I, I'm going defensive line here. I, you know, yeah. I don't know where these kids are going to project if you're, you know, five, seven, three, all this crap. So I'm just looking at defensive linemen and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you the names of the defensive line signees. From the okay. Country. And we should point out, like, this is everything. Uh, high school, Juco, Portal, this is everything together. The 2023 class. The 2023 Correct. defensive Correct. line class consists Correct. of Keldrick Falk, Wilkie mm. Denod, Brenton Williams, Stephen Johnson, Darren Reed, Deron Reed, Quintrell Travis, Justin Rogers, Elijah McAllister. Nasil Nasili Kite and Lawrence Johnson. One, two, three, yeah. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten defensive linemen, Keith, and yeah. all from all ranks, from high school, JUCO, and transfer portal. You like this group? Oh, yeah. So I give this group a B plus, a good solid B plus. I know we don't just throw around A's, okay? I agree. B, B plus, maybe A minus, but it's solid. Now, what would keep it from being a straight A? We don't know if there's that one Derek Brown type, right? You know, that really elevates you. But overall, you've got quantity, you got the numbers, like you just said, you got quality at the high school level, and you certainly have quality. Well, the high school level, obviously, Keldrick Falk, an all American bowl participant, Duran Reed, an all American bowl participant. You know, Falk to me is the guy with maybe the highest upside of anybody in this entire class. Uh, and then you have uh, the guys that you brought in, the transfers you brought in. Uh, I just think I'm just looking at it again. I, I think that you've got enough to you've got enough people, enough parts to say that this area, which, by the way, has not been a strength at Auburn in the last two years. For the first time in recent memory, Jeffrey, the D line mm. was not where what we would what we were accustomed to as people covering the program and is what fans have been accustomed to. But now this should be the group that can get this this uh this unit, this this part of the Auburn team, headed back in the right direction. So I love what I've seen here. You've got guys that can play multiple positions. You've got talented guys. You've got guys that are proven. And then you've got young guys with a world of upside. So it's got a little bit of everything other than maybe just that, like I said, that that uh, Montrevious Adams, Carl Lawson, Derek Brown type. Yet, we don't know. If somebody right. could develop into that, but but in terms of what we know. So great, great. Absolutely love it. Huge boost to the Auburn program. So B plus for me. I, I agree. I've got it B plus A minus. The reason I give yeah. it an A and, and I, I tend to lean more towards A minus because I love Keldrick Falk. I love Deron Reed. I love those two high school guys. Then you throw in a Quintrell Travis, kind of a run, uh, run stuffer uh, from JUCO. And then I loved the uh, the, the transfer portal: Justin Rogers, Elijah McAllister, yes. and the silly kite Lawrence Johnson. You got three different tiers here, and some really good players that both. I, I agree with you there. I, so I, I wouldn't argue B, B plus. I'm going to throw in A minus just because I love yeah. Keldrick Falk and I love Deron Reed. Without those two guys, I think it's a solid B. Uh, but with those, with one, it's a B plus. But with both of those All American high school kids, I'm going to go with A minus. Well, and how about this? How about I add in B plus with the potential? We look, we may look back in two years and say, oh no, it was an A. Oh yeah. Because if Keldrick Falk and Deron Reed become what we think they can become, and then some of the transfers. Hitting the Sealy kite, for instance, yeah. if he takes that next step, now that was a guy that was preseason all Big Ten. So if he takes that next step and becomes a draft pick type, 
then you say, okay, well, it was better than a B plus, Keith. It was it was an A. So B plus potential to be an A. Staying in that uh, front seven, but moving back a level on, on defense, yeah. the linebacker group, Auburn signed Demario Tolan, flipped him from LSU. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. Both, both transfer guys <laughs> flipped him from LSU and then got yeah. Austin Keith from Ole Miss. Two guys, yeah. Keith, mm, needed more. Needed more. That's right. Look, needed more. Uh, now, in Keys, you've got a proven commodity. So uh, you like that. He's SEC West ready. Tolan did play a good bit as a true freshman at LSU, uh, but obviously Keys has a lot more experience. I think I think Tolan probably has the higher upside of the true. two, uh, but Keys has been there, done that. Uh, is there a star? Is there a bona fide star among those two? We don't know. Uh, and I, you know, obviously, look, if it was just two high school guys and they were five stars, you'd say, well, we don't know either, Keith. But based on what, based on numbers, based on recruiting rankings, based on productivity, uh, out of a transfer, you you do know a little bit more. Uh, I think it's probably a B minus, C. I don't want to say C plus. It doesn't feel like a C. Look, both these yeah, guys, these I may be you, two start, These may be two starters, Jeffrey. So I'd say B B minus only because. Uh, is there a superstar? That's what would get you the A plus. And then two, um, you needed more. I think. Yeah. I think you needed more. One more. One more body. Well, you say, oh, that's only one more body. Well, if you're if you have two, and I mean the difference between two and three actually is significant in percentages. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, look, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's. I think it's going to be. Um, I think these guys are are very serviceable. And Tolan, in fact, could end up being a really good player. Yeah, look, he's will too. He's just a little bit more down the line. I, I you completely know, he's, he's agree. Older. I yeah. completely agree with. It. I had B minus to C plus on mine. Yeah. I love Demario. I think he's a yeah. star, a future star. I really do. I think Keys yeah. is going to be a guy with experience to come in. A guy you had to have, uh, and, but but I don't uh, I don't see uh, a lot of benefits without the numbers. Um, I think yeah, where's, needed, the Kobe, where's the Zacoby McClain? Need, need, need some more. So I, I've got it B minus C plus. Okay. Um, I, I'll probably I, my first thought was B minus, but looking at the numbers, I, I think Demario is a future star. I think Austin Keys is a serviceable linebacker with yeah. a lot of SEC West experience. With a guy Auburn had to have. Uh, so B minus C plus looks good to me. Defensive back man, this is where Auburn really loaded up. K and Lee four star, Terrence yeah. Love four star, Sylvester, Sylvester Smith four star, Tyler Scott four star. Colton Hood, did he end up a four-star? He did. Damn, really? And then C.J. Johnson, all those cats, one, two, three, four, five, six high school kids, six high school four-star defensive backs. Am I forgetting anybody? You flipped Ohio State. You flipped Tennessee. You beat Texas for Tyler Scott. Yeah. Uh, No, I think – there wasn't anything out of the portal. Correct. There wasn't anything out of the portal, but you've got the main guys. And I love this group. I love this group because I feel like you've got in Tyler Scott. I don't feel like the ranking matches up with who wanted him. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Everybody was after the guy and you beat Texas and USC, two schools that easily finished in the top 10 of the recruiting rankings. I think maybe even top five. I got to look at, but Look that up. But so you, who did you beat? Kay and Lee, you flipped from Ohio State, which has a history of putting DBs in the NFL. Um, Colton Hood was a big addition. 
I, I just feel like across the board, that's a good solid. Now, now, where is the, is there a, is there a, a Carlton Davis? I don't know. I Fair. love this area though. And I'm going to say a minus. Okay. A-. I've got it as a solid a, I love those six high school yeah. kids, all heavily recruited, all highly coveted yeah. among some top programs. I, I think uh, so. Uh, Crime Dog and Zach put a hell of a list together and may and, not be done, man. They, they yeah. love some defensive backs. And we have to say, in, in what I'm factoring into my rankings too, like so on the D-line, I don't know Jeremy Garrett enough, the D-line coach. I, I haven't followed him enough to know – all his guys going to be hits. What percentage? Like with Rodney Garner, we knew, okay, he, these are the guys he's put in the NFL, you know, it's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But with Zach Etheridge and Wesley McGriff, they've got a track record. We know they've had hits. We, we know who their hits are. We know who their misses are. We know why they missed on guys and we know why they hit, hit on guys and what they look for. And their track record is so solid. And Auburn's got such a great history of taking, high three stars and low four stars and turning them into NFL DBs that I feel very good about this. Keith, uh, if Tony Mitchell signs with Auburn, do you, do you see a group of a plus? Um, yeah, pro- well, I, that to me, that would get it to an A. Okay. That would All, get right. It to an a. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, let's flip the script on the size yep. of the ball. Let's go to offense, man. This whoo, uh, offensive line is Avion Miller, Connor Lou. Clay Whedon, Braden Joyner, Tyler Johnson, Avery Jones, Dylan Wade, and Gunnar Britton. All right. So you want to know what an A looks like? That's an A. And here's why. You've got – okay, so in that group, I, I is there an Anthony Munoz? I don't know, okay? <laughs> I don't know if there's a future Hall of Famer, but what I know is we're also factoring needs and needs met. And I feel like in the portal, Auburn got three starters, okay? Oh. In Gunner Britton, Dylan Wade, and uh, it's and Avery from East Carolina. So uh, maybe your two tackles and your center and and was it Britton that they said could play inside? Yep. So that would then allow you to move a, a Xavion Miller into a potential starting role if if he in fact is one of your best five guys. Then at the high school level, you got Connor Lou, who we think is going to be maybe a you know three year type starter at center. Braden Joyner is going to be a valuable guy that can play center or guard. Uh, uh, Clay Whedon is a guy, probably a little bit more of a project type, but a guy that's got the piece of clay. Um, I, I really like what they've done mainly here through the portal because addressing immediate needs and guys that are going to be, we think, really good right away. Like right away. It's what you absolutely positively needed to have. And so to me, and I guess a lot of people would say, well, this isn't that dissimilar from the defensive line, and you only gave them a B plus. But the offensive line, they, I mean, they were down to seven or eight scholarship offensive linemen looking for up to four starters maybe. Uh, heck, maybe five. I don't know. We don't know what the, how the other yeah. old guys are going to fit in with the new staff. And they and so they we think they have solidly found three starters, day one starters out of the portal. Uh, and so to me, that's an A. Completely agree. I've actually got it as four starters. Either way, the majority oh, wow. of your, the majority, I, I think Isaiah Miller, I think 
uh, Avery Jones, Dylan Wade, Gunnar Britton. I think those four guys will be on the field come September. And when, in, in, even if not, even if it's just three, you're still you still yeah. found the majority of your starting offensive line out of the transfer portal. And I love Connor Lou. I, I, I'm like you, dude. Three year starter easily. Um, just from what I've heard from people that I trust that know yeah. a lot more about it than I do. Connor Lou is a future star at Auburn. Uh, definitely as far, as far as meeting needs, numbers, I love this group. Uh, solid A for me. Uh, I'm sorry, A minus. I, I had an A minus. Okay. Uh, so, fantastic job there on both sides of the lines of scrimmage with Auburn. Uh, let's uh, move it back. The running back, Jeremiah Cobb, four-star sign with Auburn. Uh, uh, Batty? Batty? Brian Batty. We haven't met him. We haven't been able to interview him, so we haven't been able to ask him. And I don't believe anybody's put out a pronunciation chart for I, us. I, I, I interviewed him, and I walked up, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, Batty here." And, I was, and he, he didn't well, correct. He didn't correct me. Oh uh, well, there you go. Then you might be right. There. I but like I think it is Batty. I like these two guys. I know you do too. I, I, I love. Listen, yeah. you you signed the best running back you could have gotten out of the high school, right? You signed your in-state kid from Montgomery, four-star guy, averages yeah. I don't know over two thousand yards the last three years. Mister Football, what what gave her a player of the year, uh, home run, a right there. Now, to me, Brian Batty is the best you could have done in the in in the portal, and, and here's why, Keith. I'm not saying he's the best player. Yeah. I'm saying. You're not going to get this guy. You're not going to get this two-year starter here because of the of the depth chart at Auburn. You're just not going to get him. You need a guy, and I think Batty is the perfect guy that you could have gotten. I mean, and on top of that, he's going to be your kick returner. He's going to be your punt returner, or at least your kick returner, right? All-American freshman <laughs> kick returner. So I think Auburn did the best they could have done at running back in high school and in yeah. the transfer portal. So you're saying solid A? I think so. A minus at the lowest. Okay, I'm going to go A minus, and and I love these two guys. I mean, Jeremiah Cobb, he's got to wait his turn a little bit, but a lot of potential, super speed. He's got the acceleration. He can kind of – he can crank it up a notch when he needs to. You watch his video. Uh, yeah, not a ton of waggle, but when he – when he need when somebody – when he feels somebody coming up behind him, all of a sudden he finds that next – that extra gear. Mm -hmm. And then, but T, you know, a, a guy that's been there and done that at a program that quite frankly, isn't that good or hasn't been that good. And he, so they needed, they, they really did rely on him a lot. Uh, he, he was one of the big threats for them. So everybody they played knew that and knew that if he could stop that guy, uh, they didn't have much else. So I like that. He's, you know, now he's going to be able to be one of many pieces, many pieces of an offense. And then obviously the fact that he's, you know, a high level kick returner or has been in the past, then that allows um, that allows that gives Auburn some real flexibility. Okay, Jarquez Hunter has has returned kicks. Well, if he doesn't need to do that anymore, that's less mileage on him. That's more focus he could put on being the A running back, the number one running back on the team. Um, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's quick. He's a home run threat. So yes, I like both these guys. Good solid A minus. I, I, hey, and I like Batte better than I liked Dylan Johnson, the running back from Mississippi State, in this setting. Yeah. I, I think Auburn's grade with me is higher with Batte and Cobb than it would have been with Dylan Johnson and Cobb. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm a little torn on that. I mean, I think he's more of a home run threat, and he also gives you that added versatility with special teams returns. Uh, Johnson was just such a great pass catcher, but I, I, okay. I, I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't argue with you. I, I, mean, I wouldn't argue. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, wide receiver going to need some help here. Uh, well, got are we going to are we going to do wide receivers and tight end together? Yeah, let's do that. We do. Let's do that. I don't. I don't know. It's up to you. You're. That's fine. I, I forgot. I got Rivaldo Fairweather at tight end. Uh, Nick Martiner at wide receiver. Dequavia Story at wide receiver. Uh, we'll do them at the same time. If not, if nothing else, Keith. Okay. Mm, what do you got here? Well, if you put them together, eh, probably B minus, which isn't bad. By the way, I just the receivers just haven't been great at Auburn the last few years. Now, what we don't know was. Was it the offense? Was it they didn't have anybody to get them the ball? I mean, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to be too hard on them. In other words, it seemed like there was a big need there. But maybe the coaching staff doesn't see that there's as big of a need in recruiting. Um, Sorry's got some real potential. He can high point the ball. He can make a lot of things happen. Mardner, I don't know much about. I think he's a can be a valuable depth piece, though. Uh, you know, big red zone guy. Same with Sorry. Big red zone guy can go up and get the ball. To me – from that group, Fairweather is the is the prize. He's everything that Hugh Freeze and Ken Austin and Philip Montgomery, what they want in a tight end, a guy that can stretch the field. And, uh, he would fit into just about any college offense, quite frankly. Uh, so there's your big play at the tight end position that's been – look, I love John Samuel Schenker, but he wasn't going to uh, – he wasn't going to break off too many 45-yard receptions. You know, great right. player, by the way. Sure. Uh, so I think he uh, he gives you that, and uh, so good side, you know, B minus, just because you really and this is no fault of this staff, they you're getting in so late, but you really want to see Auburn in, in this next cycle go out and get some difference, real difference makers at receiver. I don't know whether they just got that or not. We'll see, maybe. Yeah. But it, right. on paper, you know, on paper, I don't know that Sorry had a ton of the elite programs after him when it counted. You know, I, I've got I've got him and Martiner as a C plus. I've got Fairweather as an A minus. There you go. There so they're uh, you know B minus as as a group. But uh, I would like to see some more wide receivers. But I understand it was difficult for Auburn without a quarterback to uh, to That's pitch to them. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks, Keith, last position of the day, uh, Hank Brown uh, committed well, to Auburn, flipped from Liberty. Hugh Freeze must like him. Yeah, I wish we would have put him in. Now that I think about it, if we could go back in time thirty minutes ago, I wish we could have put the running backs and the quarterbacks together for backfield because okay. our great, our great, well, only because our great for Hank Brown's not going to be great. Let's be honest. And that's out of no disrespect to him, but you know, he, he basically, you know, he didn't have a ton of the bigger programs after him. Uh, so that's kind of like where you're thinking, okay, well, what, what were they missing in him? He played in a high profile program. He put up big numbers. He won a state title. So he had the exposure. So what did, the big schools of the world not see. So that's kind of the, the the thing that causes you, gives you a little cause for concern. The flip side of that is the two guys that did see a lot in him were his high school coach, who's now the head coach at UAB, Trent Dilfer, uh, former NFL quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, and then, or Super Bowl quarter. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl, didn't he? I only sure. played that. And then, uh, and then Hugh Freeze and Ken Austin, obviously, who, you know, look, I mean, I tell you what, you even if you're not a Hugh Freeze fan, it's hard to question his coaching uh, quarterback acumen, right? So um, C plus. I hear you. Yeah, uh, and again, I, I just yeah, Hugh says, "Hey, look, this guy's got. I know what I'm doing. This guy's got the tools. So you want to give him a higher grade, but I just can't get it out of my head that why weren't more schools lining up for this guy." And maybe they're all missing out, by the way. That's fair, man. And, and, and I hope so, because when you interview him, he's a super smart kid. Yeah. And he, 
really confident. And, uh, you know, so I I'm hope not, that I'm dead ass wrong on this one. I, um, I, I'm not grading Hank. I'm grading the position. I would have I would have liked to seen Auburn get a, a quarterback in transfer portal kid in from a foot to spring. That didn't happen. You got a Hank Brown, um, who I don't, for all I know is a five-star. I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. So I'm not grading him as saying he's a C. I'm grading yeah. the position overall. They got a high school quarterback that Hugh Freeze wanted, but they didn't get a transfer portal quarterback for the spring. So I'm I've got it as a C. Yeah, me too. And I should I should clarify that. I, that's you know we're grading the position. Right. And I just knew people it would look like I'm criticizing Hank Brown. So I still have it as a C plus. So I actually have him higher than you. So yeah, that's good. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I mean they have to. The QB room has to get better. They have to get a, a quarterback, um, unless these guys just go out and light it up this spring, uh, and give and give Hugh Freeze, and Ken Austin, and Jesse Stone, and Philip Montgomery the the feeling that hey, we don't need to go out and get a star now. But our, my gut and your gut says they still want to bring in a guy that's either going to be the starter or certainly is darn sure going to push for the starting job. So that's. That combined with what I said about Hank Brown and why I have it at a C plus. So overall, overall class, Keith. At, at this point, we know they're going to try to add some gas after spring, but right now, your overall class is well, overall class, including the portal. Again, because just the high school class, it's only seventeenth. That's a B, B minus in the SEC. You throw in the portal, I think it's a good, solid B plus. Okay. Is there a superstar? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe Dylan Wade's that guy. Maybe Lawrence Johnson's that guy. Maybe the quarterback, if they bring in a quarterback like we think they probably will, maybe that's the guy. But I think it's a good, solid B-plus. Quality, quantity, and a hell of a lot of needs addressed. Completely agree. I've got it B-plus and with the potential to to, to, to to get over that bump and get into the A after spring. We'll yeah. see what happens, man. But uh, we'll have to throw the flag today. But it was good stuff, Keith. Uh, I, I liked uh, breaking down this class. I'm sure our listeners did as well. Hey, folks, we appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate everybody watching. For Keith, for Zach in the back, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all said that left lane. See ya. <laughs>